Welcome to A View from the Top. I'm Brandy Miranda from BAM Marketing and PR Agency for NanoLemons. Tune in and enjoy this vlog brought to you by NanoLemons, where I chat with industry pros and cover topics about building experiences through storytelling and technology. Storytelling connects the parts of people that other communications don't typically reach. The way we engage, excite, and educate people about technology is to make it meaningful to them. People can see the impact in your technology and can make a decision or take an action in response to the story. In this episode, we're going to delve into the intersection of storytelling and technology with Giannis Savolis from Electrosonic. Giannis, welcome. Please tell us a little bit about you, your role in Electrosonic. Thank you for having me here today. I'm Yanis Kabolis. I've been with Electrosonic since uh, 2006, and I have uh, fulfilling different roles. In my current role as the Director of Technology Innovation, I connect the dots uh, between the various aspects of technology that is uh, provided to us through our vendors, but at the same time on uh, things that we can approach and uh, perhaps produce uh, new offerings uh, as part of the innovation garage at Electrosonic where I am operating from. Okay, great. Well, that's wonderful. Well, thanks for being on. I really appreciate it. I have a few questions for you. One of them is to do with technology and, and the boundaries. With today's technology, knowing really no boundaries, there's sort of infinite possibilities. What are some of the disruptive technology trends that we are seeing and can look forward to in sort of the immersive and experiential spaces? Uh, there is actually quite a bit uh, that is going on there. Ideally, what we're trying to do is, uh, as in terms of disruptive technologies is to look at uh, ways where the environment uh, can be as aware as possible of itself and the visitor, the viewer, the person who we are trying to connect, provide that storytelling, and entertain in certain ways, have them uh, uh, be engaged. So obviously uh, we have to start with uh, the base, right? Where everything connects to. So the internet of things, IoT, is extremely important because that not only connects uh, the devices, but also allows us to supervise them and manage them and so forth. And then we start looking into other parts, which includes, for example, edge computing, where uh, the data, a lot of data is available, and then it gets uh, locally optimized, where we have a very large display in a specific uh, space, or the exterior of a building that now is treated with media. Um, who are there? Uh, how many? What time of day? Maybe their demographics. So computer vision is also something that uh, we add to all this. So these, I think, uh, fall on the very, very top. And of course, once you add the various types of network infrastructure and uh, you know cognitive AI for control, because we are all used to that, that's basically, I think, the top part of these technologies. Awesome. Your team at Electrosonic is well known for storytelling capabilities in museums, entertainment venues, theme parks, and all kinds of applications. Is there a methodology you use or is it sort of more holistic? It's a little bit of both. The methodology, of course, is what keeps everyone on tap 
and uh, in, in in position where uh, their efforts and the value that they add because of the role, whether they're a consultant, a design engineer, a commissioning engineer, uh, and so forth. Uh, however, uh, there is that holistic approach as well, as you very well mentioned. And that holistic approach, I think, is um, that uh, extra 20% that uh, is the differ differentiator. Uh, in uh, in many cases, we engage very close uh, with our value partners. Uh, we obviously, you know, sign NDAs, making sure that everything, everyone is protected. However, once that is done, we're able to dig a little bit different. We're able to introduce specific aspects of their abilities uh, into the picture bring them in contact with the clients and uh, make them aware of the project. And as we are all analyzing, what is that story? What is the message uh, and uh, the experience uh, that really we're trying to design? We start looking at what is known and all the what ifs, which is in everyone's uh, to-do list and maybe things that are coming around the corner. And uh, we try to engage the client and the rest of the uh, design partners uh, in uh, some type of a charrette, uh, some type of a blue sky, so we are all aware of what might be uh, required. So we can eventually deliver that dream, that idea, uh, the experience. Yeah, concept to reality, right? Correct. So you and your team are chock full of award-winning and innovative uh, projects. With respect to the technology you've been using, how do you blend the story with the right technology medium? Yes, uh, well, it requires, uh, number one, experience, uh, because you need to understand uh, the boundaries. You need to be able to make it meaningful. And uh, also, not being afraid to say, you know, I am not necessarily certain about this. However, I believe that this is worth for us to do either a scaled mockup or a full-size mockup. Because when you're trying to break new boundaries, when you're trying to deliver something out of the ordinary, uh, no matter how much experience you have, uh, you really need to uh, be able to, uh, you know, view uh, what the result might be and extrapolate from that so you can uh, build, as I said before, that uh, idea uh, of, uh, of the dream. That's really what we have been doing, and it has been very successful. And of course, because everyone participates, it raises both the collaboration level, the camaraderie, and also the satisfaction uh, of all team members from all sides of the stakeholders. Successful projects, lots of great collaboration going on behind the scenes, that's for sure. Correct. So um, I want to ask you a little bit about DirectView LED. Uh, LED and DirectView LED and spe specifically has really sort of come a long way over the last few years. Um, Nanolumens has really gotten to the point where they let designers unbox their creativity and freedom with limitless ways to customize their LED products. So. With those things in mind, what are some of the benefits of using this technology versus others? Yes. Uh, so what I want to mention is uh, I, we very much appreciate 
the approach and the strategy that uh, NanoLumen has taken uh, on how to approach the engineering teams, how to approach uh, a project. In a lot of that custom work, all that unique, uh, it, it might be some uh, existing blocks that might be used, that we might be using, right? However, there is a whole part on the, on the engineer solution approach where we're looking at all those phases, which uh, it's interesting that both nanolumens and electrosonic have it in common. In, common. in our uh, design consulting group, we're following more that architectural style of, of uh, sequence of events, including the schematic design, the design development, the production, and so forth. Uh, that is very similar in both of our of our companies. So when we're talking about a new uh, product um, uh, or a new approach, um, you know, the density uh, and the flexibility of pixels, uh, color rendering, managing in ways the showmanship of what that delivered product is going to do, uh, that's really what uh, accentuates this relationship, and that's that's what has been the most helpful. Obviously, you know, uh, nanolumens were uh, the first ones that were able to deliver a pliable, uh, curved uh, LED. Uh, you know, looking back now, over ten years old. Yeah, that true curve. Yeah. So I, so all that in combination. Uh, that's what um, I think helps us, and that's what has been at, at least the most uh, productive for us uh, uh, working with them. Wonderful. You also do a lot of work in the experiential design for themed entertainment. What other areas are sort of up and coming for this type of designed customer experience outside of being? Outside themed, themed entertainment, location entertainment, right? Right. Yes. Uh, well, um, what is what uh, what is happening? I think is that everyone is uh, looking for um, to elevate the level of engagement. Um, uh, you know, the pandemic has almost uh, accelerated this uh, by a tenfold. Areas such as you know visitor centers uh, that naturally you would find some of these uh, very large experiential type of uh, media displays, uh, immersive media displays, I should say, uh, we start finding the same approach or the same demands to put their message to do their storytelling in, uh, let's say, executive briefing centers on the, uh, you know, in, in lobbies, uh, areas where, you know, although it is a standard enterprise uh, type of uh, branding environment, and they might have the various, you know, conference rooms uh, and so forth. There is a very large area where uh, uh, the various companies want to accentuate their branding power and right. also be able to differentiate themselves both to visitors and, of course, their clients. 
So these are areas where we see that uh, a lot. I think that, uh, you know, miniaturization of technology, uh, the way technology is packaged in direct view LED displays now, uh, makes it a lot more flexible to use it, for example, on cruise ships or in other hospitality yeah. environments. So these are all areas that uh, uh, we have currently demands, and we're currently working on projects that have this type of um, uh, applications. That's wonderful. So exciting to see the, what the future holds for everybody, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I mean, um, it, I also have to mention that, you know, uh, technology companies, manufacturers, uh, we are obviously obliged that uh, they're taking the risk to actually go through their R&D process and deliver a product. Uh, then uh, we try to do our good part in terms of being informed, educated enough and start finding ways of how we can integrate it or apply that technology. And along the way, we almost both come into an agreement as to little tricks that can be done where we almost break the rules in order to create that magic. So that's, I think, that's, I think that what's the most interesting for the future, because that seems to happen more often. That's wonderful. Well, we look forward to working with you in the future as well. And I want to thank you so much today for this discussion. And thanks for everybody listening in. Please be sure to subscribe for more episodes of A View from the Top. Until next time. Thank you for having me.